Hello and welcome into another bonus episode of the Couch GMs podcast. This is our weekly recap of the Couch GMs World Cup. If you're new here, the Couch GMs World Cup is our 30-man four-year fantasy football experience to see who is the best of the best. We have three 10-man leagues that we are going head-to-head against, and then we'll repick teams in the following years and come out with one World Cup Couch GMs champion. And this episode, we recap it. Uh, it's a little bit later than usual in the week, so I'm going to skip through news because George, myself, and possibly Tyler uh, will be back a Friday morning, and we'll, we'll hit all the news then. Uh, so let's just jump right in to the Couch GM World Cup recap. As always, this is your reminder to head over to YouTube the count and search the couch GMs and check it out because I will have the standings and the scores on the screen. We're going to recap uh, the couch GMs World Cup week six. And you know, normally we start with group A, let's go backwards today and we'll start with group C. We'll hop into the league here and let's take a look. Uh, this group very ultra competitive. Uh, my team, uh, I believe that is Brandon, uh, is four and two. Uh, Bryn Decent exposure four and two. Steam Snyder four and two after starting four and zero. Oh, he's lost the last two weeks, so he is four and two. So four teams four and two. George sitting at three and three. So very competitive, except for Cincinnati's own, who's down zero oh and six. But it is not too late for him to turn it around. But let's get into the matchups from week six. Get a little bit of a quick preview of who George is playing uh, in week seven. If you're watching on YouTube, but right now we're going to talk about George, who put up a monster week. At 160.98, almost a 100-point victory over Coleman at 65.5. And as always, we'll scroll down. We'll look at the guys that helped lead them there. And again, George, quarterback, it's Tua. The Dolphins' offense continues to roll. Uh, Raheem Mostert, a big part of that, 32 points. Adam Thielen continues to get targets and receptions and is becoming an unsung hero of this fantasy football season 16 points for the Chiefs defense on Thursday night what a way to kick off the week um does look like Coleman did not swap out his defense uh but at what at some point it's probably just he knew he was going to take a loss and it wasn't worth dropping out some of the guys and if you look at his bench he had uh six other people on by five I'm, I apologize six is including the defense uh so Rough week for him, but hopefully the buys are beyond him. Pretty impressive to have that many buys when only two teams were in buy, where we have six teams coming up in week seven. Again, we'll recap all that, break that all down on the traditional Couch GMs podcast that comes out on Friday mornings. All right, that was George's big victory. Let's move over to Team Snyder, who we talked about started out 4-0 and has dropped the last two. Uh, after an 86.82 defeat to Jason at 115 Point zero six. Some key contributors to the, the victory of this week. Amra St. Brown, he had a really good week in his bounce back. Tyreek Hill, again, you just want a part of that Dolphin offense. Uh, still got the victory despite David Montgomery being injured and going out early. Damian Pierce had a, a rough week. Um, but for the losing side and Team Snyder, just really n- not a terrible – I mean, Debo Samuel only putting up 1.1 points hurts. Um, but just a lot of guys being mad. 
Um, especially like a guy like Christian McCaffrey. I know he left the game with an oblique injury. Uh, so you hate just that, but you know, still got 12 points because of the touchdown, but you're, you've been expecting McCaffrey to get you at least 20. Uh, Alvin Kamara continues his strong push as he is back in the lineup here. Quick look at bench score. Benches wouldn't have made much of a difference in this matchup. It's a good win for Jason. My team, who we talked about is Brandon, is the top of the standing, sitting number one in Group C at 4-2. Squeaked out a victory, 114.70 to 110, even against Jim. Let's see these lineups down here. Uh, Ravens defense, 14 points to the 49ers defense, 10 points. You could say this game came down to the defense. Um Kyron Williams for Brandon's team had 20 points, but he's injured and it's expected to be a long-term injury. So we'll see how he recovers from that one. Does look like George Kittle ultimately was a big disappointment too at 0.6 points as the 49ers had a tough day in Cleveland. Anyone on the bench that we're definitely kicking ourselves. Uh, Jason definitely outscored him in bench points. Um, so I'm sure if he had the perfect lineup, he might've been able to squeak out the victory, but Brandon gets the victory this week on to our fourth matchup in group c that is anthony who is zero and six 94.76 points uh to mikey b uh in brindy's exposure he is four and two second place overall but the same record um and we'll look at their scores here this one was a little wasn't as close as our last matchup but still a pretty close matchup uh miles sanders uh putting up a goose egg not sure if he I can't remember off the top of my head. Forgive me if he was ruled out inactive, if that's a late scratch that might have cost him here. And he didn't have any other running backs available. Uh, Cooper Cup is on his bench. Uh, maybe he should get that guy in the lineup of someone like Robert Woods or Miles Sanders was in the flex spot. So you play Cooper Cup instead of Miles Sanders and you probably walk away with a victory. Um, not Not too big of a... Looks like... Mikey B played all the right guys. So, yeah, that one mistake of playing Miles Sanders instead of Cooper Cup seems to have caused Cincinnati his own his first win. Uh, and the final matchup here in Group C is Doug, who is also 4-2, one of the four teams that are 4-2. He is sitting in the fourth position, squeaks out, or doesn't squeak out. He gets a dominant victory over Dutchie 21. That's Dave, who's sitting at 2-4, and four, uh, and we'll scroll down, take a look. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to guess there's some buys going on here, uh, having to play Kenny Gainwell and Zach Charbonnet as your running backs, or maybe just injuries that haven't been able to overcome, and that's gonna be tough. Winning, you can't fix that running back position moving forward. Um, let's take a look at his bench. Yep, there's Justin Jefferson on his bench. Uh, he should move him to his IR spot and pick someone else up. I mean, he has Justice Hill and Devonta Foreman, so yeah, he definitely needs help with the running back. So. He has uh, maybe should have tried to move DJ Moore after that big victory, but now with Justin Fields out, that's a, a sketchy name. Maybe you have to move off TJ Hawkinson and try to find a wide receiver. Uh, Devontae Smith dealing with the So a lot of work for uh, David to get his team back on track, but like we say, it is still only six weeks. There's still majority of the season left. You can turn it around, and you just got to get into the playoffs. Uh, so don't rule out David quite yet but that wraps up the group c world cup recap 
We'll jump over to my group and group B. We'll keep them in the middle since we're working our way backwards. And we got to give a shout out to my kiddo pony, who is also known as Bree, who is six and oh and straight dominating uh this matchup. Now it is interesting to point out, uh, not taking away six and oh is an amazing start. She only has 20 more points than the next highest score, which would be myself. That's probably another reason why I'm pointing it out. Uh, and I'm at four and two, sitting at second place. Uh and we have another one at four and two uh, sitting in third place. So still pretty close top, very, un very competitive. Another Owen six team. Uh, that's Aaron, Aaron radioactive DK. Uh, and I play with him in another league and he is just having a tough luck of a season. Um, but he's, he's a good fantasy player. He can, he can turn it around. There's still time. Uh, he's going to have to probably make some moves and go on a little bit of a streak here, but let's, let's look into those week six matchups and see what we have going on here we'll start with my matchup which was against shelby uh or the cup side down uh, is her team name we both finished four and two but it's a crucial head-to-head -head, especially as we move into if we stay in the same standings i would get the buy over her just because of that victory so that's something to monitor uh the rest of season depending on how we plan out and let's see our matchups so alvin kamara was a big uh factor for me getting him back has been helpful Brees hall is a solid running back as well um Devontae adams putting up 3.9 did not help shelby's case at all now the good news is for shelby is there really isn't anyone on her bench you could say dak prescott uh over josh allen but nobody uh blames her for playing josh allen against the new york giants defense uh, him only getting 13 points is one of the bigger surprises of the week. Uh, so no harm, no foul there. It, it would have definitely helped her. Uh, it would have gave her about 11 more points, which depending on what my lineup would have done, might have been able to squeak out the victory. Um, but that's pretty much our matchup, this big matchup uh, in Group B to kick off Week 6. Our next matchup is Hayden versus Cliff Neal, also known as Quan Solo versus Gridiron Academy. Uh, Neal gets the victory 105.18 to 100.74. And we'll scroll down here. Another very close matchup. Uh, we're talking five points. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence under 15, not great. Saquon under, I mean, he's still battling back against Buffalo. I think you take the 12-point performance. Calvin Ridley, though, that's the you have the stack of Lawrence and Calvin Ridley, and they kind of let you down there. And unfortunately, the Cowboys defense came back to earth this week. And I mean, seven is still a good week for a defense, but not what the Cowboys have putting up here. But same thing, uh, Hayden, he had a really good week. It's a unfortunate, tough loss, but he played his maximum lineup. So sometimes you just take those in fantasy, and he had to take one of those. This week, Amra St. Brown, he's a guy that we're going to talk about a lot getting a victory. Neil is going to have to replace David Montgomery for a couple of weeks. Um, and looking at, he has the McLaughlin, uh, the running back for Denver. I don't know why I still can't pronounce his name. Roshan Johnson coming back. So he has some guys, has some potential. Uh, Jalen Warren as well coming off the bye uh, if he needs to throw someone in there. But we'll see what he does next week replacing that injury. Uh, and he also has Christian McCaffrey. So his running back should be a real weak point, depending on how long those two guys are out. Uh, and they, Hayden is sitting in the ninth spot, two and four, where Neo is the fourth spot at three and three. So he's the highest of the three and three teams. 
Speaking of three and three teams, we have Reed, who fell to three and three. Marcus picks up his second victory of the season with a 121.90 victory, 81.4 four points for Reed, a 40-point domination here. And I is there a dolphin? That's the thing we're going to look for if you put up a lot of points. Surprisingly, no, in terms of Marcus's case here. Uh, he did have Kyron Williams, but we talked about him in Group C. He's going to be out, so how does he replace him? Travis Kelsey had a bounce back week with Taylor Swift in the stands. Uh yeah, it's tough. I mean, he just put up he had solid performances all around. Keenan Allen, another good week for him, uh proving to still be an elite wide receiver uh in fantasy football and in the NFL, underrated in both cases, most likely. Uh so solid week. Let's see if he has any running backs on his roster that could fill in uh for Kyron Williams. He does have Jerome Ford. Uh, you know, the guy that is still at this point getting the most of the carries, but Kareem Hunt is slowly uh, taking some snaps away from him. But Damian Pierce, if he could bounce back, J- Javante Williams, if he can uh, come off of injury uh, for De- Denver. Um, and he did have Anthony Richardson, who he IR and most likely is going to miss the rest of the season. So tough break for Marcus's team. But let's take a look at Reed to see what happened for him. DeAndre Hopkins having to play him, only getting 2.5 points. Now with Ryan Tannehill out, DeAndre Hopkins seems like a guy that you should probably try to trade on name value if you can, but he's had a a rough start, and that Titans offense is not going to get any better in the near future. Um, Eckler, first game back, only eight points. You expect he'll bounce back. He'll get better as the season goes on. Same thing with Joe Mixon. He's been pretty strong to start the season, seven points. So looks more like just a rough week for, for Reed. I mean, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, that is an elite running back group if they're all healthy and going. So that's a, a guy to keep a name on either for trades potential uh, down the line. We've only had one trade so far in the between all three leagues in the GMs World Cup, uh, and we'll see if one of these running back needy teams makes a move and tries to go after one of Reed's top three guys. Um, smart to not play Dio Samuel, only got 1.1 points. I know that's hard to play, not play him, but – he picked Nico Collins over Debo Samuel. It, it was the right call. Fortunately, it still did not work out for him in the end. So our fourth matchup, Bree, as she mentioned, continues to win as she is undefeated with a 108.32 uh, versus Jeff at 87.32. We'll scroll down here. And uh, Tyreek Hill, a Dolphin, big reason why. Lamar Jackson, Ken Walker continues to have his strong season. Uh, Bijan Robinson is looking good. Uh, George Kittle, Jerry Judy, though, not not great. Uh, Bree might need some help there um, if she wants to keep it rolling, but she does have guys like Jamison Williams who had that big touchdown and uh, starting to come on strong. She does have Elijah Mitchell. If he is the guy in the absence of Christian McCaffrey, wow, I can't believe I forgot his name, and he, she does have Jeff Wilson who is probably coming off IR this week and A-Chain when he gets back too. So Bree is definitely on a one of the contenders early and looks like a strong team down the stretch. And we'll talk about Sheeler's team. His name is also Jeff, but we call him Sheeler. Uh, Justin Fields, him getting hurt definitely did not help his chances this week. That also ha- diminished uh, DJ Moore, which he had the stack there. Devontae Smith is a little bit banged up. So, yeah, Jeff has some guys that are on the injury report. Khalil Herbert hit the IR. He can move him to add another guy has three quarterbacks uh and he played fields over Tua. maybe it's time to keep Tua in your lineup rest of season especially now that fields 
is hurt. Our last matchup in Group B is Najee and the Jets versus Aaron. Radioactive DK, who I mentioned at the top of the Group B segment, is 0-6. And and if you're on YouTube, you see that correctly. He lost by point six two points, a 118.20 to 117.62. And that was not good math. He lost by 0.59 points. Uh, that's how it works that way. Um, but we'll see. Let's see if there's anything he can do. We're going to go right to the bench here. And I see a 17-point performance from Drake London. Uh, I see a 14-point. Uh, or that's for Aaron. And then for Josh, I see a 14-point performance for Zay Flowers. Uh, Josh, if he plays him over Josh Reynolds, he gets the victory. If, you know, Drake London outscores Gabe Davis and DK Metcalf uh, for Aaron's side. So looks like Josh, if he played the best lineup, would have got the victory no matter what. But Aaron, just one different move or one different decision. Again, I understand playing Gabe Davis against the New York Giants. Like that, that was tough. That was a tough matchup for any Bills owners going into that primetime matchup and needing the Bills to perform, and they didn't. It was quite shocking, uh, to say the least. Uh, but hopefully, this shows that, you know, again, Aaron at 117 is the third highest scorer on the week, sitting at 0 and 6. Uh, so let's just jump back real quick. And I, I talked about the difference between. Bree and myself. Let's see if Aaron's any. No, he still is the lowest guy in terms of points for it. Maybe he's starting to find something, get a little bit better. Uh, and then Marcus is a name to watch, who is sitting in the eighth seed at two and four, but the third highest scorer and could make a run down the stretch or the rest of season. We're not, it's too early to call down the stretch. Let's jump over to group A, and that is Tyler's league. And we're looking. So Bree is the only person that is six and zero oh at this point. Similar to Group C, there's four teams tied at four and two: Memphis Pharaohs, Ashley Madison, I Kirk, my cousins, and Chaos Reigns. Uh, note everyone in this league though it does at least have a victory. So let's jump into the Week Six matchups. We'll start with Tyler here, who plays Chaos Reigns this week. But we have to move back to Week Six. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And Colin. Got a much-needed victory over Tyler, 101.08 to 84.60. And I, I believe this league, Tyler has – no, this is not one of the leagues. He has Devon A. Chain. I'm, I'm in too many leagues with that guy, uh, hence why he's one of the co-hosts and one of the people that helped found the Couch Games World Cup. He does not have A. Chain in this league, but he did have Jared Goff, who put up 22 points, and he started Joe Burrow. So there was a miss right there. He, he has Christian McCaffrey, who is now banged up. Uh, Calvin Ridley, his performance. Cole Komet, only one reception without Justin Fields. Debo Samuel, so a really tough break from a lot of key guys here uh, for Tyler this week. For Colin, he got a much-needed victory. A lot of thanks to Adam Thielen. Again, the dude is just putting up points there with Bryce Young being that reliable veteran wide receiver that he can count on, and he's getting the targets, and he found himself in the end zone, 23-point performance, half-point people scoring. Got to love that for Adam Thielen and not something I expected uh, to say this season. thought he was pretty much done for in terms of fantasy relevance when he went to Carolina this year, and he has definitely proved me wrong. The second matchup here is Tyler, the other Tyler, also known as Kempe. Uh, he played Andrew of Chaos Reigns and L 79.52 to 116.42. Uh 
Same thing. We'll check out these box scores right here. Logan Thomas, even though you got the victory point seven points last week, that's a tough one. One reception for two yards. Uh, hopefully he can bounce back later in the week. Uh, Derrick Henry had a really nice day, 18.3. Zach Moss continues to ball out, 14.9. Taylor is starting to see more work, though. Uh, so maybe it's time to move Zach Moss. Maybe you keep him in case Taylor gets hurt again. It's really hard to tell. Uh, Kempe took the risk on DiMicardo. Uh, the Arizona running back with James Conner down didn't pay off with a 2.2 performance. He also played Deontay Foreman with no Khalil Herbert, 7.2. DJ Moore, man, this dude really had really loving the Bears. Justin Fields, Deontay Foreman, DJ Moore. At least, man, he just loves the NFC North. Amra St. Brown, Sam Laporta. That's the fun thing about doing this uh, weekly recap is I get to take a deeper look at everybody's teams and seeing what kind of things. There's another Lion Packer. Justin Jefferson and Khalil Herbert. Man, his IR list, though, is is a tough stretch. So Kempe is sitting at 3-3. If he can stay afloat and squeak into the playoffs and get Justin Jefferson, James Conner, Khalil Herbert in, uh, that that's a guy that the record might not say how good his team is. But if he can get squeak into the playoffs, he's a team to on the look for. We still have 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, and 14. So plenty of weeks left. The third matchup in Group A is between Ryan and Sean. Sean gets a close victory, 101.08 to 93.40. Let's see. So that's about a seven-point roughly you know, difference. Uh, it's not quite. It's since decimals. So let's see if there's anybody that you know could have made up the difference. I see Damian Pierce for Urban Warfare had a three-point game. Could he, does he have a running back down here that scored more? No, he had a lot of guys on by as well. So Warren Pickens, Dobbs, A.J. Dillon. So a lot of Packers and Steelers on his bench wasn't able to swap that out there. Uh, so it doesn't look like anything on his bench could have helped him squeak out the victory. So good victory for Sean here, who will have to, another person that has to replace David Montgomery, but does have Jalen Waddell. Uh, of the Miami Dolphins, and those seem to be the premium fantasy players, and we'll get Devin A-Chain back at some point. Or A-Chan, I apologize. That is the correct pronunciation, A-Chan. Next up, we have Cam versus Greg at 139.96 to 94.74. Big win here. There it is, Raheem Mostert. If you put up a lot of points this week, you probably had Raheem Mostert. Brees Hall had a really good week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Still put up almost 140 points with Devontae Adams putting up 3.9 there. So not much uh, Ashley Madison could have done. So good week for him. Ooh, wait a second. 51.7 H bench points. Yep. The Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins right there. I mean, those, that's a close matchup. Chargers, and I get it why it was the Bears, why you would think that would be a good one. Uh, but Dak, if you play that, that's an extra 16 points. Put you at, you know, 110. Played a different running back. I mean, he still couldn't, didn't have enough points to still get there. I mean, been close. He played Brian Robin over George Kittle. Uh, but that's really pulling teeth and stuff like that. So tough matchup, tough loss. A lot of bench points. Still quite wouldn't have done it for Greg and Ashley Madison as he goes to four and two. And Cam is four and two. So guys at the, tied for the top spot in group a last up is andrew with the memphis barrows at 110.54 versus 101.54 to nick 
Uh, Andrew moves into the number one overall spot at four and two. Nick falls to three and three in seventh place. So four and two is first, three and three is seventh. That just goes to show you how tight this group A is, and it's going to come down to the wire. Let's look at these players here real quick to recap. Anybody could have made a big enough difference for Nick. I, I'm, I always forget his name, and I don't know why. I uh, could have made a big enough difference. You know, he didn't play Chuba Hubbard. Plays him over Joe Mixon, which I understand why he wouldn't as well as Joe Mixon. You got Eller back, yeah. I mean, you can't really blame him for the moves that he made. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out for him. Uh, and there was some points to be had there, but there was also points on Andrew's bench here. So just to recap, Andrew's the victory, 110.54 to 101.54. And through six weeks, Andrew is the leader in Group A. I'm just going to hop over here real quick so you can take a peek at the standings. I, I showed it in Group C already. I forgot to show it in Group B, so I'll hop back over there for them. And that's the Group A standings. If you're over on YouTube, I'll read them to you real quick. Memphis Pharaohs, Ashley Madison, I Kirk, my cousins, Chaos Rain. That's a chunky. Uh, Kempe's team, Nick's team of Black Sheep, Smile for Kamara. Uh, Collins team, the people I'm saying their names for, I just, I know their names by their picture or they have too many letters that it's hard to read on my small screen. So I apologize if I don't say their team name. Uh, and then Urban Warfare at one and five. I'll show you Group B one last time since I forgot. We're going to wish I would have did this earlier. Um, but you probably saw it enough. I was talking about the point spread. Uh, but Bree, myself, Shelby, Neil, Sheeler, Josh, Reed, Marcus, Hayden, and Aaron. That is the lineup right there. And as you can tell, that is my league because I have everyone's names memorized here as well. But before we get out of here, Let's jump in to the quickest Thursday night preview. All righty. And our Thursday night matchup this week is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New Orleans Saints. And the big question mark heading into Thursday is will Trevor Lawrence play? He's dealing with a little bit of a knee sprain. Sounds like he would most likely play for sure if this game was on Sunday, but because it's on Thursday, uh, it's more of a question mark. It is still trending. He's very optimistic he'll play. And if he does play, I think that's good for his surrounding weapons. If you're, you know, grabbing Evan Ingram out of the tight end bucket, or if you're hoping Calvin really can bounce back, need a flex spot in the first week of Armageddon with six teams on by with Christian Kirk. Those are guys that you like a lot better if Trevor Lawrence is out there. And if he's not, it makes it really interesting if you would play them. On the Saints side, it's the same thing. You, I mean, Derek Carr, if you have to in a spot start situation because of buys, I don't hit it this week. Uh, Jacksonville has been so inconsistent in the ups and downs. Uh, Chris Olave is still in your lineup. Alvin Kamara is in your lineup since he is back as well. Um, but that's pretty much it for the Jag side and if the, the Saints side. And if the Saints, or excuse me, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, I think you 
you're probably still going to roll out Calvin Ridley uh, just because he is the, the number one option. Or maybe you like Evan Ingram a little bit more with the backup quarterback uh, just because the backup quarterbacks, younger guys, which is CG, CJ Beathard, formerly of the San Francisco Mariners. So not the youngest guy, um, but has some NFL experience, likes the third of the tight end. Uh, Travis Etienne can still be in your lineup whether either quarterback plays there. So that is your quickest Thursday night football preview. Uh, George and I, and hopefully Snyder, will be back later this week. I know Snyder's got a going on, so he might not quite make it. Uh, again, I apologize. This episode was a little bit later. Six, because a lot of people are already on to week seven. Uh, but as always, you can follow us on the Couch GMs, uh Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere at the Couch GMs. And thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you all later this week.